that I fellowship with in Fresh Oil Fellowship, they're all talking about the last days. And today we're not going to do it, but we're going to start doing it to a certain extent also. Okay, well, in that, in that CD, and, and it was just in time, finally got to listen to it because I've been really busy and there's just been some things going on, lots of things, <laughs> you know. <laughs> um, and uh, and I, I saw in there that she actually did say in that CD that, that this congregation was one that worshiped <laughs> from the heart. And I know that's always been the whole key to our even lasting this long. And I mean, at the beginning, it was like the foundation. I know it was worship, but it was worship from our hearts. There were hungry people who came and worshiped from their hearts and are still doing it. It's not just, let me do, we sing some hymns, we sing some songs. Sorry, but I mean, that is just a, an abomination to God. It's just a waste of time. You sang, we sang from our heart, always, 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 always. All right. So, uh, but also in there, um, she, she was, there's just some wonderful golden nuggets. And so all the, about worship and the importance of worship is number one. Number one is your worship from here. And that's how you get to know God, really know him. And the word know in there is like an intimacy between husband and wife. That's what it means. That word know, that's what it means. You know him. You become one with him. You know him. I, and I'm, um, I, I've got so much material here. But what it did, it fired me back up. Also, with, and to be real honest, okay, but I know what happened in that year. That whole political thing started to come on. Then I remember I had knee surgery in May of 2020. And it, it took me, that, that was just a decision, man. I, ooh, I finally thought my quality of life went so far down and it was, it was inhibiting me. And so I, that's what I did. But anyway, um, <laughs> now I've got something else here. So we're taking dyes and offerings, but okay. So, you know, we, we had, our air conditioner was out this for a while and it was out the summer for four and the summer four, let's go fix it. Now this goes wrong, that goes wrong. And we actually needed a new one. Okay, there's two big, I don't know how many tons ones out right there. You know, they're right outside here. That's the, the part that has brick around it. The there's, yeah, right here. And um, um, so uh, Charles, what one of them, will be adequate to keep there, the one we've been using, but it's furnishing the whole biz building, and that's why it hasn't been reaching out that, you know, sometimes it's cold in the bathroom and all that stuff. And so uh, we do need a new one, and uh, also coils have been leaking oil down the basement. We have, uh, um, what do I, come on, what's our system? I can't even think of it. Uh, a boiler system. We have a boiler system. All right, so there's coils, and they've been leaking gas or leaking the, you know, all the, freon. the freon. He calls it gas, so I call it gas. He never calls it freon. It's a little bit different with these big ones, yeah. And so that gas is leaking, and you got to replenish it. That's what was happening right out there. That's a separate air conditioner, so we got a new one that furnishes the offices in that whole area down there. So uh, that's been pleasant now. 
Okay, so he gave me the price on Friday morning, I think it was, and um, it, <laughs> but a down payment right now of $61,372. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I see, see, that just fired up my faith, and I know it. Okay, the total cost is 76681 and... Um, and of course, this is big. There's 23,000 square feet in here. Yeah. And there's actually a separate furnace back there. And our, and our Utah, but see, how, okay, the amount of people. She talks about that, that God will give, give when you walk in the plan of God, which we are in the plan of God in this church. I mean, for years, I couldn't accept the fact I was even a pastor. I couldn't. I kept doing it, but I, I was like, it's like, really? Okay, well, just in case, I'm just ready to, you know, but, but then it finally, it, you know, I finally was like, okay. Um, I found out Nancy Dufresne did the same thing, but only for five years. <laughs> Mine lasted more like 15. <laughs> and, um, anyway, um, and see, it's, it's the heart a heart for God that, that, that is, okay, when you're really in the, the plan of God, which he went from the foundations of the world, he saw you as a little spirit in heaven that wanted, and he placed you in your mother's womb. And now, see, some of them had bad, you had bad training, you had bad things. He didn't do that on purpose. It was just that he placed you there. But he had a plan for each and every one of you, a good plan in which you ha will, will have all the finances due. The reason I know that this church is in the plan of God for the last days is because he paid it off. Uh, in uh, he paid it off with, which was a miracle, six hundred fifty thousand dollars plus the interest that was accumulated with that, you know, and that makes it up higher. And all the utility bills, just like this last, the month before when it was really hot, it was three thousand seven hundred dollars. I never said nothing to you. I just, yeah, it, it was there. We had the money. Okay, so this month it was went down almost a thousand dollars because the weather has changed, but um, but they have, the utility bills have always been paid. I mean, it's a miracle. I know it's a miracle. You know why? Because I am hearing from Nancy Dufresne and from who is my pastor, and uh, she's getting pretty famous <laughs> all around the world. <laughs> In fact, but. Every word she says, it's like you can eat it. <laughs> and we're a hungry bunch. And that's the whole thing is to stay hungry for the Lord. I'm not, I'm not even going according to my notes, but I need to, to present this to you. Okay, because the $61,372 is, needs to be, needs really, I didn't write him the check yet, but it needs to be paid right now. Because um, there is... You know, as you know, there's kind of a, I don't even want to say it, a lack. 
And uh, this will ensure the price doesn't inflate. And, but the part may not even come, but I'm saying it's going to come quicker than, it's going to come quicker than this. But he said it could be five to six months. See, but see, then the rest of that would be due at the end of it. And, um, but God has always done it. I, I can remember, because we, actually, my faith pumped back up. <laughs> I've been dealing with a lot of little, I mean, you're almost 83, and there's just been some, some um, pain. <laughs> has been trying, and I'll tell you what, I just got, when he gave me that, you know what it did? I went, no, I'm going to last. <laughs> and I'm just going to keep moving on, because I know that the spirit of faith was trying to discourage me again. And she actually mentions that at, uh, at this, but I want, I want you to listen to a little snippet of this, and then I'm going to give you some things about the plan of God. I'm going to make my other sermon really short because this, this is all blending together. And we've got to get our faith going again. The force of faith, there's a force to faith. But I see that we are in that plan of, he paid the parking lots. And you say, well, I'm the one who gave that money. But you know, that isn't it. He gave you the money so you could, because of the plan of God for this church. And it's for the end days. Okay, I just got done telling him that we need right now $61,372 for the air conditioning system. Okay, so, and it's because they've got to order it right now and pay for it so that it doesn't inflate because as you wait in these days which are cuckoo days <laughs> but that is nothing to god when you're in his plan it is nothing and um so uh you know somebody was very generous you know what when you plant a seed even somebody gave us a, a big seed just the other day so uh, and but you know what take remember all of you, whoever plant, that plant it for your, the salvation of your family or people to come into, whatever you want. Miracles in your body, whatever, whatever, and he will do it because it is going into his plan. And now I know this church is in his plan for the last days. And I know all of you have been chosen specially to be here. And this isn't my church or his church or our church, Ken and I. It's your, all of our church. It's my church and your church. And, it, you know, it really is. Can't, can't you see that? That's so silly. People go to church and think it belongs to the It doesn't. You kidding? No. <laughs> see, one other good thing about us, when we became pastors, they didn't have to give us like a house like that house right next door was part of this church, but we opted not to buy it. It was the pastor's house. And uh, it was too close for me. We were living out in the country all those years. <laughs> anyway, anyway, anyway um, that was the pastor's house, and they, so they just plain sold it, you know. And... Uh, uh, what was I going to say about that? Our house was already paid off. <laughs> By the time we, when we became pastors, I mean, nobody had to furnish nothing. 
for us as far as like that. Never took a salary. It was just that the that wow, God, you would pick us to even do this. That was like the most thing in the world. Even anything you're picked out for to do in the plan of God for the church is like, wow, God chose me to be here. <laughs> that that's a privilege and an honor. The things that you do and for other people, and 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 help them. Our, our whole goal is to help people and to get to get hungry and to come to really know God and not play church and not play religion. Anyway, go ahead and play the snippet so I quit talking. <laughs> I didn't realize it until I listened to that. It really was. And I thought, am I washed up? What's going on here? Just and you know, and it, and it's just like, well, I'm that old too, and I could, yeah, but you aren't dealing with <laughs> the finances with the do this and with that and with this and with that, and then you know, uh, stuff trying to be attacked and all this other stuff. Okay, and and trying to help people. Oh, you know, so it's just it's different. Okay, so you know, and. and Okay, let's. We're just gonna have a little bit, and then we're gonna take the tithes and offerings. Um, one thing we've got. Okay, Romans eight. I expected you to know what I was. <laughs> Romans eight, verse ten, and then verse fourteen. I don't know yet. Just wait a minute. Yeah, Acts, Romans. Okay. <laughs> Romans 8, uh, just in the King James, I think. Okay, so Romans 8, verse 10. But if, well, yeah, do put up the Amplified, sorry. Sometimes I don't know until I read them. <laughs> Sometimes the Amplified is too Amplified. <laughs> Although you lose your train of thought by the time you had from the beginning of the sentence. <laughs> but okay, okay, so if you're born again, you receive Jesus as your Lord and Savior. If Christ lives in you, then although your natural body, did you know you were dead? <laughs> your natural body is dead. <laughs> it says, set in, a, and I'm going to quote this, it's in Colossians. Colossians. Uh, three and it says, if, um, if I'm raised up with Christ, then then I I need to set my affection on things above, not on the things of the earth. That's a command. Not on the things of the earth, because I am dead, and the life I now live, it's Christ that lives in me. I'm, I mean, I said that to somebody once who said, "Oh, you're dead. You don't look dead." <laughs> I mean. But it's like, you are dead to the things of the world. Okay, you should be. Okay, but if Christ lives in you, then although your natural body is dead by reason of sin, the sin in your body should be dead and guilt. The spirit is alive because of righteousness that God gave us. It says he imputes to you. Okay, so then jump down to verse 14. Verse 14 says, 
for all who are led by the Spirit of God are, I always say, the sons and daughters of God. Now, sons and daughters, there's a word in the Greek. Okay, everything was translated into English in the New Testament from Greek. Everything in the Old Testament from Hebrew. Okay, but the Greek word is weasthesia. Weasthesia means you finally grew up. <laughs> Sons and daughters means weasthesia, you grew up. See, little babies in the nursery, little, you know, he's young, not quite a mature adult, you know, but you go through stages. Now, some Christians can be 80 years old and still be babies, and that's okay as long as they get born again and they go to heaven. You know what? That's what's important. Maybe they, they were, got born again in the nursing home while they were dying. You know, praise God they got born again. And that's something we could do for people too. Go and just go in there and visit somebody. But I mean, it, it says, okay, so you're a son. Uh, that's what I want to be is a son or daughter of God. I mean, a, more of a mature Christian. Okay, then the next verse was 16. And the Spirit himself, now I like the King James better on this. The Spirit himself bears witness with our spirit that we are the children of God. It bears witness with our spirit. Do I know I'm born again? Is my spirit, my spirit located here? Not your head, your spirit. Am I really a child of God? You see, it bears witness with my spirit that I'm a child of God. And see, then the next verse says, And if I'm a child of God, then I'm an heir. <laughs> I'm an heir of God. Whoa! You guys, you don't realize the impact of those words. <laughs> Everything that God owns is ours. He's your daddy. Did you know that? You've got, you've got to rehearse that, though, to even believe it. And it's supposed to be while we're walking on the earth, we're not supposed to be some poor folk who don't never have nothing, have a whole bunch of crappy stuff. Excuse my language. <laughs> Honest to God. See, that's, you cannot, he redeemed us from poverty. He redeemed us from us. He rescued us from it. But we have to know, that's the Bible. And I can show you, you look up the word H-E-I-R of God, and it's all over the place in the New Testament. We're heirs of God himself. And we're joint heirs. Wait, I'll read the rest of this verse. And a joint heir with Jesus, God's son. And a joint heir of marriage, we all enjoy the same thing. We don't have to split it. You know, if somebody dies and, and you get the inheritance, you don't have to split it with your siblings. <laughs> We don't have to split it with each other. We all get the whole package of God's air. Okay, so if I asked you right now, do you believe the word of God? Yes, yes I believe the word of God. Do you believe this? I mean, I have to pump myself to even get into it because it's so overwhelming that we could be an heir of God. But it's time we got there. It's time, this is the word of God, and I'm not, I'm not making this up. If so be that we, but this is part of it, suffer with him that we can all be glorified together. We're living in the world system. 
And that in Psalm 23, it says, Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death. And yes, they use that at funerals. That ain't what it means. We're walking through the shadow of death on this earth. Because we are not part of the world system anymore. And that's why it's tough on us. And there's sufferings that we go through because of that. Because it even tries to get... The, the, just the, the elements that all the stuff tries to get on your body and tries to, you know, all this stuff. You know what I'm talking about? We're living in a money system, but God is our source in all of that. But we're still heirs of God. And if we're sons and daughters in all honesty, and we've tried to grow up in him instead of being have one foot in the world... Let's do a little drinking last night. Let's do a little drugs. Let's do a little this. Little do. Don't do that. If you're a Christian, you shouldn't be doing that stuff. You shouldn't be having sex with somebody outside of marriage. <laughs> Honestly, you're, pull, you're pulling in the devil when you do that. And it's just, and see, it's just society has gone so far back. It's okay if it happened, it happened. You know what I mean? But now, now you know, just straighten it out. <laughs> That's all. Okay. So in Ephesians uh, 2.10. Now, I just want to go through that. Uh, this may be the whole sermon, period. <laughs> Does anybody need to leave this service for any reason? Just for fun. Oh, I know you're going at noon because you're going to go mow the lawn. Oh, no. She wouldn't go to the party because you partied last night. No. no, no, he had a nice birthday party. He went to a good place. I know the whole story, right? People are talking about you before church. You think that, see, that was... Oh my gosh, she was talking like jokey in the service. <laughs> See, it's not religion. And God, because it's we're still giving you the word. And we get, okay. Ephesians 2:10. Ephesians 2:10, Ephesians 2:10. Okay. Yeah, amplified for sure. Okay. For we are now you got born again. And you are God's own handiwork. Even before you, you are, you're God's own handiwork. All those cute little kids in the nursery, they're God's handiwork. And we, we used to be cute when we were little. <laughs> no, it's, you're cute. You're still cute. Okay, we are God's own handiwork. Like I always say, carpentry work, um, you know, like uh, embroidery work, sewing that's really beautiful, or paintings, you know, that's handiwork stuff. But we, he made us special. We are his workmanship. We are, thank you, ma'am. Yeah, you know, when I start preaching, my nose starts running. I don't know. Okay, and we were recreated in Christ Jesus. Born anew. Why? We got born again. Receive Jesus as our Lord and Savior. So we could do those good works which God predestined. 
He planned it. I know I keep going over the scripture, but we really get, he planned something really great for you. And when you get in that plan, the money is there. <laughs> the healing is there. Everything's there. Now, see, I could have been goofing up and getting discouraged, and that opens the door for stuff on me. I mean, I got to fight stuff myself. Okay. But as far as the church being in this church, being in the plan of God, it had to be, or all that finances would have never come in with 35 people. How in the world? How do we do it? The parking lot itself, I didn't even want to tell you at the time because it getting more expensive, got more expensive, but we paid it. I was like, I didn't even know we had the money in the bank. Because I went there to borrow the money. And he says, you don't need to borrow any money. <laughs> it was $113,000 to do that parking lot. Plus, before that, we paid off the church of I don't know what. It was probably made up to a million. You know, our insurance alone every month is $650 and 25 cents. <laughs> I, you know, or something like that. Every month, it's taken out like that. Maybe it's 640. I don't know. It's changed every year. It's gone. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, and it, they take it out of the bank, but it's there. <laughs> How about the utilities? They vary. But it's almost... <laughs> gets up to 3,000, 4,000 in the cold months and in the hot, you know. It's taken out. I never ask you for it, <laughs> but this this room, we may have to take up some things of this. <laughs> okay, so um, anyway, that I know that the church is in the plan of God for the last days, and for you to know the word and for you to be part of that revival and, and helping people, period. Where was I? Okay, okay, workmanship. God predestined and planned beforehand. He planned it for us, taking a path he prepared ahead of time that we should walk in that path. Most of us got off the path, and it could have been what happened in our life, you know, and, and just even parents. It, I mean, we're not blaming it on to parents, but just, just what happened in your life. You know, right off the bat, that we should walk in it because the devil, that's it, there's a devil out there and he's the one that does it. <laughs> Living the good life which he prearranged and made ready for us to live. Predestined means an outcome of events or a course of events determined in advance. He determined something that we were supposed to do. Well, gosh, I was like 40 years old. No. I was 54 when I became a pastor. I finally got in God's plan. <laughs> so, I mean, you know, see, because of events that had happened before the world went to, I mean, they didn't know. Women weren't supposed to, you know, that was a denomination and it was religion and, and stuff. And I'm glad I even knew about God, though, and stuff like that. And people were doing the best they can for what the teaching that they had. 
You can never make fun of him. You walk in love. Because I look back and I didn't know any better. I didn't know any of that stuff that I know now. But he had a predestined plan for all of us. And it's the most important thing in our lives. And you're never too old to get into it. Never. We need to ask God. Okay. So we share God's inheritance. Now, Psalm 77, 19 says, and let's, let's put that up. Psalm 77, 19 out of the Amplified. And this talks about the Red Sea, but uh, now they, they always say that all the Psalms are of David, but they're not. This one's Asaph. <laughs> and Asaph was a uh, praise and worship leader <laughs> of the Israelites. And they, he got captured also. And eventually, he was, they were let free to go back. He hung his harp, it says, in the enemy's camp. And you know what? And how can I sing a song of Israel when I'm depressed? You know, because they were captured and taken. Yeah. So, it, but this says, your way in delivering your people was through the sea, the Red Sea. And your path through the great waters, yet your footsteps were not traceable but had been obliterated. In other words, the Israelites walked through the Red Sea. You remember Moses put his rod out? You know what the rod stands for in the Bible in the Old Testament? The Word of God. He put the rod out and the sea parted, and it became like, like jello on the sides. But God had walked that path before the foundations of the world because he knew that they were going to do that before he created the earth. And he did the same thing with you. He knew every single person. This is another thing. He died for every person, but he gives us the free choice of accepting him. You got the free choice. Well, I, I was in a denomination that never told me that I had to do that. So, you know, how can it occur? Because they didn't know any better either. See, that, that's the problem. There's lots of people that say that. However, he walked in a, in a good path right before you. And you know what? We probably went, oh, but gosh, it's sunny and it's pretty there and there's warm weather. I'm going to go this way. <laughs> you know? <laughs> and it looks like there's some... Mm, could be some finances this way. <laughs> and pretty soon the darkness comes. <laughs> and it, it's not there anymore. <laughs> but so God, and, and this was all before the foundations of the world. Just said, so you taking paths he prepared ahead of time. So Israel, so you would walk in the Red Sea unharmed by the enemy. It, see, but notice that his footsteps were obliterated. They were gone. Gone. So he walked a path before each one of us. Now, it's, it, he planned it beforehand, and God's plan for you was a good plan. 
Now, and one plan he had for us was for you to be at this church. And don't, no matter what I do or anyone else, this church was in a plan for the end time days. And I know that I know that I know that I know, I know, I know, I know, I know, I know, though. And it doesn't necessarily mean that we ourselves, sometimes as people, though, walk in the plan. See, we're speaking today, right now, finances, money, right now. But the money of the earth is for the plan of God for you. When you get, our, don't ask me how, it doesn't even make sense. And you look in our, you look at our checking account and most of our money goes to missions, to people, to this church, to the, it all goes for the, for the gospel. Honest to God, most of it does. It's way, 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 way over what we would tithe, way over the tithe. And you know what? Because of that, he keeps blessing. It's just, I don't even know how it happens, but you've got to trust God. You've got to have faith. You've got, see, my faith came back. My faith was starting to go. You know, I've always been told that I have the spirit of faith. And I went, huh, I do? Jay Everly told me that once at Marietta, and so did somebody else, one of those big pastors. <laughs> and, and I went, oh. He said, well, you paid off the church. How could you do that without having a spirit of faith? I went, oh. <laughs> Duh. You know, yeah, well, I paid off our house. We pay off, pay off the car, too. Car was paid off. It's like that. But see, and that, that air conditioner It'll be, it's, it's like a, anymore, it's just, it, it increased my faith because when you're in his plan and if, if it had made my faith come back and I thank Lacey, you know what? This all came together because you put that on the music thing and I knew there was something out there and it was because that COVID hit, the knee replacement hit. <laughs> And everything was goofy in the politics, and I knew communism was trying to take over. <laughs> My son, uh, Michael, says, Mom, I used to, he used to kind of argue with me about that, socialism, and, and it's not socialism, it's communism, which is worse. And, um, <laughs> and he'd say, ah, yes, well, and he'd kind of argue about it, and now he says, now I'm telling my mother was right. <laughs> Your mother is always right, folks. <laughs> I just had a laugh because he said that. I said, it's okay. But <laughs> okay, now how, how does all, all this, you know, you have to ask God, what is the plan for your life? And, um, and, Isaiah 43, 26, and my, my husband, I'm just going to say it for the sake of time. Okay, so he says, put me, put God in remembrance of his word. He says, come on, let us plead together. God and you, he wants you to say the word of God about yourself. You have to know who you are in Christ. Declare and set forth your case. With my word. See, there's a devil out there, and he's like the prosecutor. 
there's actually a courtroom in heaven. Honest to God, there is. And, and Jesus is, is the advocate, which means lawyer. And it's, it's, he's the Holy Spirit. You know, he comes and he says, he says, hey, <laughs> they're speaking the word. See, God the Father, here's, here's the mercy seat full of my blood. And my blood is still alive. And when they speak the word, God says, yes, I can give them their answer. Put me in remembrance. Isaiah, probably should put it up there. Oh, you got No, okay. Put Isaiah 43, yeah, 26. Mm -hmm. Isaiah 43, 26 said there, put me out of the Amplified. Put, I kind of mixed it up with the King James when I wrote it out. Put me in remembrance. Remind me of your merits. Remind me who you are in Christ. Come on, let's plead and argue together. Because that's, that's lawyer stuff. That's that advocate. Okay, set forth your case. God, you said I was the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. You, the one who, who exchanged my sin for your righteousness. I'm the head and not the tail, above and not beneath, the lender and not the borrower. <laughs> I always like to add that. See, set forth your case that you might be justified, proved right, that you can win the case. You know, uh, there's, a, the, uh, there's a DVD out there by um, um, Kelly Copeland and for kids, and she, t she talks about, she gets... Um, because of her stands for God. It's a movie yeah. that she made with her kids yeah. way back. You know what she does? She gets put in this pit yeah. that's way deep down. It's yeah. the kind of jail. And what she does, and she goes in front of Satan uh -huh. <laughs> as the prosecutor yeah. and the judge, and she said, I plead the blood <laughs> of Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> he goes, cuckoo. It's a good movie for kids to watch. It's old, but it's good. In fact, it was so impactful that I went, oh. <laughs> it's impactful for adults. So, yeah, it's the blood of Jesus. I'll tell you. So you've got you to put him in remembrance, speak his word. If you don't speak his word out loud, it's not, it doesn't work. It's got to be out loud. Okay, so let's, let's go to work. Jeremiah 110 right now. And I need that to be put up there. No, I want 110 first. Mm -hmm. Jeremiah. <laughs> Quit laughing. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to go back to 110 after this one. <laughs> I'm the one who's, I know you are. <laughs> I knew you'd say that. Okay. Jeremiah, verse 1. In fact, yeah, okay. It says, see, this is, Jeremiah, this, okay, this scripture was given in a prophetic word to me. <laughs> and I didn't know what it meant until... It was given in 1986. I didn't know what it meant <laughs> till Randy Greer came here. When was that? That was not that long ago. That was maybe seven years ago. 
five to seven years ago, and I went, oh, that's what it meant. And then Jerry Burley said the same word over me and didn't know nothing. And it said, see, I have of this day appointed you to the oversight of the nations. But I'm not really the nations, but the heathen, people who don't know God. And of the kingdoms of the world system and, and some of the religious systems to root out, to pull down, to destroy and overthrow, to build and to plant. Three-fourths of it is correction. And what it finally, Randy Greer said, the Lord told me that I was to show how religion is wrong. And I went, I finally know what that's. In other words, to give out the word of God. But without knowing it, we were doing it. Without knowing what that meant. You pull down the kingdom of the devil and you pull down the kingdoms of the world. You pull down the kingdoms of false doctrine and religious doctrine that doesn't even tell you that you need to take Jesus as your Lord and Savior, that doesn't tell you that you need to be filled with the Spirit, with the evidence of speaking in tongues. It doesn't tell you that. In fact, they come against it, some of it. See, and that, 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 was, our, that was what it was supposed to do, but we were doing it. And I went, whew. <laughs> Just, okay, listen to what it says. That was given to me. 86, didn't even know what it meant till the 2000s. I've appointed you to the oversight of the nations. There's another, as I said, that word could also be interpreted heathens and people who don't know God. And of the kingdoms to rid the kingdom of the devil, the kingdom of the world system, the kingdom of the flesh, all this stuff. Kingdom of money is first place in your life. Kingdoms to root out, root that out, pull it down, destroy it, and overthrow it so that people know the truth of the word of God. Build and plant the words. See, then Ken, you know, his favorite scripture, which he thought I should do first, was, then said the Lord to me, you have seen well for I am alert and active, and I watch over my word when you speak this word out loud to perform it for you. I can do it. I mean, I can do it. Okay, I can see that. So money, the money that we get is for the plan of God for our life. And when, and he'll, he, he has all kinds of ways and no one should have to talk us into the plan. In fact, the plan of God the plan of God is why you should live. The plan is what you were born for. It's the same thing for you. That's why we were born. It's okay if you're, you know, everything that comes in our lives is for the plan. God has a plan for each of you individually and for this local church, Living Word. And everything we bring for this local church as people of this congregation is for the plan of God. Cleaning the toilets, 
washing the windows, greeting at the door, no matter what, helping people, he taking his, his blower and getting the leaves off the driveway so it looks nice. That's huge, mowing the grass, making it edged, you know, doing, I mean, those things are, you can't, they're so important to me, even as the leader of this, all this stuff. See, if God tells us to do something for the plan, he'll furnish the money for it. The plan could be to, for you to be a physician. It could be to work some, at, at some other place, though, and witness. It could be computers. It could be. But make sure it is his plan and not your plan. Because your plan's not going to work. You're not going to get the finances. It doesn't. He have, I see it now. And, and I, okay, you know where I got these notes from? Nancy Dufresne. <laughs> okay, because, because of belonging to Fresh All Fellowship, which is for the pastors that belong under there, she, we get a CD every month, and I've had it in the car. It was probably two months ago she sent it, and I've been listening to it over and 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 over. The more I listened to it, the more I was catching it. Um, and now I know that, and I thought, I, for this, though, I was listening to it and getting the nuggets off of it for, for this morning. It took me about two hours, three hours to slowly listen to it. Okay, and stop it and write stuff down. But he will furnish it if not, okay, if not before you enforce the plan, and usually it's not because he wants us to operate in faith. Faith totally relies and trusts in God. It totally, I see that now. With this church, one of the, the biggest scriptures that I would say constantly, God, I trust you with all my heart because what have I done? I signed the papers and it went, <laughs> with the, that was in 2006. And then I didn't realize that that was a year of when finances, everything was, inflation was moving or something. I didn't even know it. We were fine. Here is something else I, I learned from those that are in the right plan and following God. When that inflationary thing hit, I know it hit California really hard, but it never hit their church or most of the people, some of them. And it never hit us either. We just kept making those, those payments, those mortgage payments above. Always try to do two of them instead of one. And they were 3,000. I, I don't even remember how much they were. <laughs> okay, the other thing, what was the other thing though uh, that I knew? Let's see. Um, okay, He'll, he, he furnished it. <laughs> okay, I'll, I'll remember it. But you gotta trust in God. The other one was significant, <laughs> though. Also, okay, he'll he'll furnish it as as you go along and trust him with all your heart. But that wasn't all of it. Okay, um, see, the money will always show up for those moving in the plan. See, maybe all of you need to go home and ask him, what is it? 
And sometimes you may even sit back and wait for the money to show up. To give them permission to enforce the plan. See, that's sometimes we wait to enforce the plan. You ain't going to get nowhere. God wants you to trust him. See, that's the way my parents taught us. You get the money first and then you do it. And see, I had to get over that. They, were, they lost money in the 30s. You know, lost all their money. And so there was, there was that, that mindset. My, husband, my parents built a home and they had they paid, paid cash for it. They waited until the cash. They didn't buy a car until they had the cash. But see, and I've operated that way to a certain extent. But in this case, no. <laughs> So you, if you wait that long, and I'm giving you an example of Lester Summerall. Yeah. Lester Summerall said, I could, and this is actually, I can see that this is the way the Dufresnes, she also thinks yeah. this way. You go to the bank, if you have to borrow the money, it's okay. Yeah. Because, meanwhile, you are saving souls. Exactly. When somebody could die and go to hell. It's too important. And because you thought that way, the money shows up quickly. But when you wait, you could be missing out on helping a lot of people. When you don't have the finances. We've been taught we're supposed to be in a poverty mode. How in that world are you going to ever be a leader or take over when you don't have any money. And all you're ever worrying about is, I got to get money to get food. I got to get money to pay off the rent. You know, that's all you think about. And you want to give into the kingdom of God so souls can be saved. To give to missions, we give to missions. We give to Kenneth Copeland. We're partners with them for years, since the 80s. And, um, and we give way over, and we tithe from what you give. We tithe on that on top of it, two plus all those other bills. <laughs> See, I know it's a miracle now. I know we're in the plan because that wouldn't happen otherwise. See, and she even said it. It's because of the word being spoken, the word of God being taught to you and not just a bunch of junk. See, iron tire focus has to be on the plan. <laughs> okay, now I, I guess I was talking about the air conditioning system. Anyway, the heat and the air conditioning system are certainly part of a plan of a building. <laughs> So people will come to receive the word of God and be comfortable, right? And be set free. And the plan is probably for the future. I mean, all those chairs, we paid for all of them with, with a few people. We've got more chairs stored, in fact. See, this building is for the plan. And, and maybe even just for the time being. But money is not for the fulfillment of your life, but for God's plan for you. But you will have 
more than enough for your life. In fact, overabundance and in a prosperity higher area. See, if making money were our life plan, which people think. So I used to think, well, okay, I'm going to tell you something about when I was a little girl, but I, not right now, but okay. But see, but why, if money, making money was the reason we live, why are there billionaires committing suicide? Their families all abandoning them. They're in depression. Uh, there's all, there's on, they're on drugs, all kinds of stuff. See, split families, suicide, murders, all kinds of things. See, and you can't, you cannot carry a bargain mentality also when it's for the plan. Well, let's get the cheapest air conditioner and the it's junk. You know what? I'm going to fix it all the time. You're going to fix it. You're going to spend all the money you could have in the first place and waste your time. You can't get mad at me. I'm not in, well, these prosperity preachers. You know what? All I care about is God. The more money we get, the more money we give away. I don't care. I just don't care. Well, you sure got a lot of clothes. Most of them were given to me. You know how old this suit is? 25 years old. I bought it in that old church out of the catalog. <laughs> I take care of my stuff. It, but I got higher quality stuff. See, and it, I tried to get like something that would look good 25 years from now. <laughs> I mean like more of a not a trendy stuff. Yeah, that, not trendy. Just more, I mean, it is, it's that old. <laughs> in fact, I could... <laughs> You know, I could show you because the cleaners ruined it, and I, I start just putting it in a wash machine with Rolite and cold water. Turned out better. <laughs> they tried to ruin it underneath. But you can't. When I was a little girl, though, I remember asking my brother-in-law, and he was, they were just, he was just going to be, well, he wasn't my brother-in-law yet. I said, what is the sense? Why are, why are we just living so we can make money? I actually asked, I remember asking him that. And I was eight years old. I thought, there's got to be more to life than that. You grow up, maybe you go to college, maybe you don't, but you get a job and your whole goal is to make some money so you can get some cards, so you can get the house, and so you can get this, and so you can get that. And you know what? And then what do you do? You get old and die. The great American plan. You know? <laughs> Honestly, I was making fun of it when I was little. I remember doing it. I was also questioning the church we were in, but then I, you know, nobody ever answered me, and I got in trouble and <laughs> everything else. <laughs> but see, oh, but anyway, now I can see it's the plan of God, and it's not. And it's not God getting the cheapest thing you can or the, the uh, saving money, but carrying out God's plan in the earth. It's about the only reason we live is to defeat the devil. <laughs> you know, 
It's carrying out God's plan in the earth. It's about souls. It's about setting people free from sin and bondages, getting them born again, spirit-filled, into the right doctrine. See, I had Lester Summerall way over here, but it doesn't make any difference. But most of the lives of people are centered around money. And for see, you think, money ain't my first thing. Yes, it is. It probably is. It probably is, because that's the reason you live. It's the reason you're getting a job. That's re- and it's all that's on your mind sometimes. See, for us believers, the plan of God is the center, not money. And God will furnish the money if you get in his plan, if you ask him, what is your plan? And not the system of the world's plan for us. Okay, here it is. Money is only a tool. I love this. This is from her, though. It's not our Savior. And we sometimes we act like it is. It's not our master. It's not our Lord. We don't owe money anything. An example, carpenter. Ron, I thought about you, Ron Anderson. <laughs> and he, you know, he's a carpenter. He's a good carpenter. You know, he's kind of retired from it now, but, but he always, we always go to him forever. And yeah, John's always bragging him up. <laughs> but anyway, he had, okay, so you have a tool bag and you have, let's say the tool is a hammer, whatever, screwdriver, I don't know. Now, does he say to the hammer or to the, or to the, to the screwdriver, can I build that structure or over there, you know, on that property? Can, can I fix that thing? Can I help John build that thing up there? Can I, can I do that hammer over there? Do you see what I mean? Money is a tool. He doesn't ask the tool for permission. He takes his tool and he puts it to use to fulfill his own plan, the carpenter. And many people treat money like it is the plan or their God. No, not me. Yeah, I could see that I was doing it too. Come on, come on. <laughs> it's the master. <laughs> you put it first place. Money is not the plan. Now, what if you break the tool, <laughs> which is essential to build a structure you have planned? <laughs> what would you do, Ron? Get, so, get another one, right? Get another hammer. <laughs> so, I mean, maybe you have to go to the bank to get that money. But see, our minds need to be renew, renewed and to know how to treat money. I've got to have this money because, you know, I've got to have the car. If you get into God's plan, it's, you still do all this. But it isn't on your mind all the time, and it isn't your master where you lose sleep because you don't have it, and because they're going to take something away from you, they're going to take your car, they're going to get in his plan. They won't take your car. Get in his plan, you'll get your own house. His plan is happy. His plan is joyful. His plan, yes, things are going to go wrong. There's going to be things, but you're going to go Ah, the force of faith comes in you. And I'll tell you what, that force of faith came back in me. Because I have, 
<laughs> been going to physical therapy, doing all this stuff, and it was, I mean, there's just all kinds of symptoms and diagnoses that stink, <laughs> that should have me in a wheelchair. And I just, I thought, <laughs> and it was trying to discourage me and pull me down from what I used to be. And I could feel it, and I was going cuckoo. God, please forgive me. Please forgive me. What have I done wrong? Then the devil would say, you must have done so many things wrong. It's because that's happening to you. Your bones are rotten. <laughs> you know, I mean, <laughs> and you know, it just, even just listening to that, it just all, that's why I know that we're all in this together and we're working together and she happened to put it on the music, I get everything the music department gets, I, I get it. So, okay, but money is a tool. It's not your master. It's silly. Oh, yes, screwdriver. Can I build this structure over there? <laughs> what should I do? But see, money is a tool in the earth to help us fulfill God's plan for our life to make us a blessing or to bless us. And it is not our savior. And when you think that way, I can see that over the years now without knowing this, I was doing it. Because God brought it. But now we have a structure worth over a million dollars. <laughs> We're millionaires, you guys. <laughs> So, see, but here's, here's another part of that carpenter thing, though. A good carpenter takes care of his tools. I take care of money. I, I, I would feel so guilty to spend it on something that isn't worth it. I've never, you know, never, ever, except for giving out. <laughs> I probably overdo that. But that brings it back in. And that's trusting the Lord with all your heart. Prove me now. If I won't open the windows of heaven and pour you out a blessing, you can't even Malachi, right? And see, if some people, you have to give down to the cent, like, okay, my tithe is $10.56. Can't you just put it up to 11 Maybe give a little, I mean, we need to give an offering too. See, because that's where that comes in, the overdoing it. All I can say is suddenly it's like I got all this revelation about what, what sometimes you're doing things automatically because you love God and, and it's just you're being led by the Spirit and don't even know it. And, and I can see now being led by, she was led by the Spirit to put that on the music department. I was led by the Spirit to listen to it. <laughs> um, led by the Spirit, all this stuff being ha happening. Um, so God, I'm almost done, and then we're just going to receive the tithes and offerings, and um, I'm going to dismiss you. <laughs> I have all this other stuff, faith, but I, I, in the two houses that were in a hurricane, but one was built on the word, 
One was built on the sand. One was built on the word and one was in God's plan and one was built in the world system plan. You can do that with, you know, and you may have money, but you, you cannot disobey God's rules and laws. And we're in a time of the last days, folks. And you're, you're not going to go up in the first load. I can tell you that too. Okay, so anyway, a good carpenter takes care of his tools. Not because he's serving them or we're not serving money, but so they can better serve him. So money can better serve us. You know what I mean? And you can also hide it away and keep it and store it. But what happened to the man? He stored all his money and pretty soon he built a bigger barn to store it and he died the next day. Who got it? <laughs> Maybe the government. <laughs> See, you can hide it away, but if it's in the plan of God for you individually or for a church, you are robbing from your own life or the lives of others. Hey, wake up! And, <laughs> and ultimately robbing. I'm not saying anybody's sleeping. But wake up to the faith. Wake up to the trust. Wake up to, there's a force of faith too. See, you're ultimately robbing God in his ability to bless you in his preordained plan for you. And you may save money, but you cheat the plan of God in your heart. Now, part of that taking care of your tools, though, is paying your bills. And I remember we went to one bank to get, to get and it was the bank that Ken and I paid off our house to. We and, and been with that bank since we were married. And you know what? But there was a new guy that came to work there. He didn't know who I was from Adam. But anyway, uh, he said, oh, no, I just came from this this my church in this little town and they're building and they don't have the money. You don't, he didn't even look at our finances. He didn't even look at all a stack of papers I gave him and our, and the integrity that I had paying. And, and he said, and then this other, you know, somebody says, yeah, but churches have a bad reputation. I thought this church ain't got a bad reputation because we, for 13 years, we paid that utility bill. We paid everything. We gave. We had good integrity. There's a lot of churches that wanted to join us. I had more than one pastor say, can I join you? You know, you're a woman. You can preach on Wednesdays, but you are not in the, in fact, it was a church. You, <laughs> you and they let you preach for a while, but they, because you were a woman, you got kicked out, I think. I, I thought that's what happened anywhere. Her. Yeah. <laughs> She was probably a good preacher. That church isn't in town anymore. Then the pastor finally, he called me from New York. He said, well, I moved to New York. Uh, anyway, never mind. <laughs> he was asking me for help, and yet he had this huge organization plan on his blackboard, and he showed me. And I felt so bad. I thought, I don't know what I'm doing. I really don't know what I'm doing. That was when we first. And here I went to a prayer, the prayer meeting, and and that was at the old church, and the Sharon Purdue gave some kind of pro some word to me, 
And she had no idea what happened, just had happened. And it was about that. That I don't even remember what it said, but it was very enlightening. See, God's always there when you're in you in his plan. Okay. So, okay. Now, you, you can save money, but you can cheat the plan of God in your own heart. You can save money and not remember, like you can say, I'm going to buy this cheap thing instead of this other thing. Now, some things, it's okay. You know what I mean? You have, that's where you have to have wisdom, discernment, whatever. Um, but if it's something that you want to last, you know, or something that's going to be, um, you know, good quality, yeah. But you know what? It was it was even I think Kenneth Copeland. He said, "Well, he saved all this this he saved money by not buying something for his new building that he wanted, and he couldn't get over it. And because he saved money and did the cheap thing." It cost him over $100,000 to fix something later in a few months. And see, you remember, <laughs> okay, where's, and then somebody asked him, where's the money that you saved on this buying this cheap thing? And he said, yeah, where is it? I don't know. <laughs> it's gone. <laughs> so you know what? Some, when you're, be led by the Holy Spirit. That's why I was talking. You can't be led by the flesh, though. You've got to pray in the Spirit, get into the Word, be one with God. You can still have fun. You know? You can still eat donuts. And <laughs> I said that because I bought donuts for the party. You can still get an apple, Bob, for an apple. I bet you the reward is you get your whole head stuck in. No, <laughs> Or maybe your whole body, you know. <laughs> No, that is, I'm sure it's a nice reward. <laughs> but anyway, you, if you don't do sometimes what you wanted to do, you regret it. <laughs> you know, God, God, now, I will say this, though. See, I still got that carpet buddy, and I'm sorry. She said something. I told her that, yeah, we got another faith project, the carpet money. I'm going, oh, but it's just that I don't want trendy carpets. I don't not want this. This I want it more to look nice. And it's just difficult. This is a lot of carpet. And that hallway, too. I don't mind so trendy in there or if it doesn't look too bad. I just need, yeah, we need help. <laughs> Opinions. But God will always give you a plan above your resources. You know why? He wants you to trust him. Because he will pay for it with his resources when it's part of his plan. He'll pay for it. But his resources are, are favor. His resources are, are even a bargain. His resources can be any kind of a thing that um, it could be influence. Yeah, well, you know, we find, in fact, that loan, 
we found, I thought, I'm going to show this town. <laughs> there was all kinds of gossip. I should think he's buying, buying a church for that. Oh, I heard it. <laughs> and, uh, and that they're not going to make it. Not going to make it. Not going to make it. <laughs> thought, I'll show them. <laughs> I mean, we, we build a house. Way back, and we, we had to pay for it within a few years. because That's just the way I was brought up, though. You just, you put the, your, I don't know, you put stuff on it. And, uh, no, and you know, no. And sometimes we can just waste our money on, like, oh, let's just go get uh, stuff you don't really need at that time. But I'm seeing like that. But yet, if we're going to get something, like for here, you get a quality so that it lasts. Man, we got these chairs in the old church. Some of them, most of them, a lot of them. Old church. <laughs> yeah, 16 years ago. <laughs> They're still okay. <laughs> anyway, um, so we're going <laughs> to... Okay, you know... There is, in Matthew eleven twelve, it actually says that Jesus said to his disciples, take it by force. The king, take what? Take the kingdom of God. When you get born again, you literally are translated from the kingdom of darkness to the kingdom of God. In other words, you're living as a citizen of heaven and an ambassador here on earth. That's what you are. You're a citizen of heaven. You have citizenship in heaven. And everything that heaven already enjoys is yours. You're heirs of God and joint heirs with Jesus. It's all yours. I haven't got quite that, you know, like I've got to get it in me. It's mine. I, I can have it. <laughs> but see, it's not something that, you know, there, there's a balance in all of that. There's also wisdom in all of that. You've got to have wisdom from God, how to treat money, what to do with money. And you see, do you see what I'm trying to get across? Ah, oh, those people who's money. See, there's too many people. Yeah, because it's their God. You're not going to get anywhere unless you get in the plan of God. And ask him what it is. And maybe it's what you're doing right now. Could be taking care of kids. <laughs> Seems like that's a thing. You know what I mean? Whoever. Yeah. But it's going to be prosperity all the way around. We were, we were oh my gosh, I could, I could read all kinds of words that have been given to us. And it actually said the children, some of the some of the children born in this church or some child is going to someday have the biggest voice, not only in Nebraska, but throughout the United States politically. Maybe they'll be a president. <laughs> I mean, that just came out of the clear blue sky to Ike Akabogo. <laughs> Hallelujah. Okay, so if the ushers would please uh, pass out the envelopes.
And are, is that that song you're going to sing that you were practicing? That's okay. You're going to do good because it's, that's appropriate for what was. That's from the Spirit. Yeah. Now I know it was a song from the Spirit. Yeah. So it's just, well, you're, I mean, who cares about what I look like, what I sound like? Do it for God. Yeah. <laughs> Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise you. I'm wondering if you should put that up there. You can leave at 12, Corbin. <laughs> it is? No, I got five still. <laughs> okay. Okay, so, and, and with all our heart and soul, God, I just thank you. I thank you, I thank you, I thank you. That you are our supply. That you are our God. You truly are a God to us. Not just say, God's my God. But you really are God. We're one with you. We know you. We come to know you, period. Not in a fake way, but you are our God. And that we trust in you with all of our hearts. And we don't lean to our own understanding. But in all our ways, we acknowledge you and you will direct our path. So we praise you and we thank you, Lord, mm, from the bottom of our hearts. And today as we receive the offering, Lord, not for Ken and I, we're receiving it for this church, for the plan of God in these last days, God, the days we lived for. And it'd be so privileged that we're on the earth at this time. Lord God. So we're thanking the Lord for a better job, a job or a better job. And maybe some of you are retired. That's okay. You don't have to get a job, <laughs> but raises and bonuses, <laughs> benefits, sales and commissions, favorable settlements. Who knows? Maybe you'll get an inheritance you never thought about, didn't even know about. Estates and inheritance interests and income. The government's going to pay you instead of you paying them. <laughs> okay? Oh. Okay. Rebates and returns. Checks in the mail. Gifts and surprises. Finding money. Bills paid off. Bills decreased. Blessings and increase. Generosity. Increased capacity, new skills, witty inventions and ideas. Yeah, that's one. Wise investments, divine favor. Thank you, Lord, for meeting all of our financial needs. That we have more than enough to give into the kingdom of God. And our purpose is to promote the gospel of Jesus Christ. Not to pay ourselves, not to... Amen and hallelujah. Glory to God. <laughs> hallelujah. Glory to God. Okay. <laughs>